welcome to the Fearless Women's Podcast, where Dr. Madeline Turner aims to motivate women who are stuck in their lives to shift their mindset and change their behaviors so they can regain their power and achieve the life they truly desire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Madeline Turner. Hi, ladies. Welcome back. I am super excited. As you know, I am starting to bring on guests onto the Fearless Women's Podcast so I can share more with you all. So you all can connect with more women and get the information and the motivation that you need. And my goal is with these women that they've struggled on their own. So they're going to share their story with you during their journey. And also a lot of the women I'm bringing on are really motivators themselves in their own lives and helping empower other women. So I want to give you the most information on stories you can connect with and to give you resources and tools on areas you may be struggling with that they could help you. Today, I am super excited because I am talking with Dr. Kaylee, who is a pelvic floor PT. Today, I have Dr. Kaylee with me, and she Hi. is a pelvic floor PT. Mm-hmm. I am, I am. Pelvic so, floor physical therapist. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit more okay. and tell us what that means? Yeah, I am uh, Dr. Kaylee. You can call me Kaylee, though. I'm a pelvic floor PT. That just means that I specialize in women's health, so I treat all of the things most people don't want to treat. Um, I can treat anything from legal during exercise, leakage during any other type, uh, during intercourse, anything like that, any type of incontinence really, even fecal incontinence. We can treat diastasis recti, I can treat muscle spasm, pelvic pain, pain with intercourse, I can treat any type of dysfunctions or problems during pregnancy, um, pubic symphysis dysfunction, there's all kinds. I could go on for (laughs) hours about what I can do. But I am a physical therapist, so we go through that process too. So it's a little more on um, limitations. Right. Yeah. And I'll tell you guys, um, she is amazing. So I'll definitely make sure I know. (laughs) She's very passionate about what she does, especially for such a unique area. So she's very good about educating. I know it's a newer concept for most of us. Yeah, absolutely. It's something I think that is not talked about enough because if any... um, anybody has had any pelvic floor dysfunction, it's not something you really want to open up about and say, hey, this is what's happening. I'm peeing when I'm squatting. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, it's common. (laughs) But not normal. But not normal. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. So... (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll let her talk a little bit and a little bit more about that. But let's talk about, tell me a time in your life that you've been kind of at that rock bottom. You've really been struggling. When you woke up in the morning, you were not happy. And what does that story look like? And how did you kind of move past that? So I was actually about a year and a half out of my doctorate program, honestly. And the first thing that comes to mind is when I was hospitalized for high stress and anxiety. I had a panic attack in the clinic and my blood pressure bumped to about 188 over 112. My pulse was over 120 and we thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, I passed out. I don't remember a whole lot about what happened after that. But when I woke up from that in the hospital and I looked over at my husband, who was very distraught, of course, I realized that this was probably rock bottom. Like, I've hit the point where I do not need to be. I'm not happy. I need to change something. Something needs to be different. So that was the point for me. Yeah. And that story, I think, still resonates with me every single day because everything that I do, I remind myself of where I was in order to continue pushing forward. So knowing that I'm not at that rock bottom anymore has been a really cool experience. Yeah, I understand that. 
so during that time when you woke up and you're in the hospital and you're like, this is it, this yeah. is rock bottom, is there anything that really shifted in your life that made you start to make those changes? Anything that you started to add in? Yeah, I started to add in, and I started with 30 minutes a day, but then I progressed to an hour, but I did, I just started personal development, honestly. I was like, all right, so clearly I don't know who I am right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the hospital. That's not my normal thing. I don't hang out in hospitals all the time. I'm never <laughs> sick. I never do yeah. that. So something's going on. So I started to wake up and I would spend probably 10 minutes just reading a personal development book or listening to a podcast or trying to figure out kind of where I was in that realm. And then I would spend time meditating, doing yoga because I love to exercise, but I also was not doing exercise that kept me calm and collected. I was only doing lifting or running, <laughs> which wasn't calm and collected in my world anyways. And then after that, I would do a little bit more kind of reading journaling type type. So I would write down different things and I started to say three things every morning that I'm grateful for versus waking up and just going about my day. So I really just started to spend time on myself and I've carried that with me ever since that incident happened, which has been a year and a couple months now ago. So That's ever great. since that point, I have gotten up an hour earlier and just made it a habit. I just formed a habit to be able to make these things happen in my life so that I can be a better person, be a better me, to be better for my patients. And I also um, weeded out all of the stuff that was going on in my life that I did not want there anymore. So I closed some relationships that were negative. I stopped the job that was not helping me out. I was able to kind of form my own business and I was able to go out on my own and finally connect with people who were like-minded instead of being where I was and I was feeling really kind of like down and out and not sure. able to accomplish anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that is, that's awesome. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage to finally be there and commit to yourself and to do those things, right? Yeah. And to keep moving forward. Absolutely. And I was going to ask you, well, which ones have you kept? But you've kept all of them, huh? Yeah, all I have. I have. I've kept all of them. I've actually progressed on them, too. Yeah. So I don't only do the hour in the morning. I sound like a crazy lady. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say that personal development and that time you're spending on yourself is exactly what you need. And I, I know that yeah. every woman needs it. Man, uh, men need it, too. We all need it. So I did the hour, and now I actually do 30 minutes at night too because I just have realized you get up you do your hour you're awesome you're calm and collected you go throughout your day and you're super crazy busy and you lay down and go to sleep yeah well I'm gonna wake up anxious of yeah. course I am because I just did like 500 things Absolutely. I didn't recollect anything I didn't jot down my thoughts or my my reflections and, and I needed to do that so I've started to incorporate that 30 minutes as well so um but yeah I'm building on it every day but I did keep all of those habits which has been really um life-changing to be sure. honest so well, I think that's great because I think a lot of times it's hard to just think mm -hmm. about when you're at rock bottom trying yeah. to create new behaviors and to stay consistent with them but just mm -hmm. it's about consistency and doing that and then like you said what I found is over the years you just grow mm -hmm. you grow and you if certain things stop working for you you kind of let them go and then you find something new or you yeah. just keep improving right so yeah. you add it time at the end of your day which is awesome mm -hmm. I actually haven't thought about that before <laughs> you have to yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean it makes complete sense yeah yeah it does everything that makes sense though doesn't mean we always do it no. but yeah and one thing too is I know a lot of people that I talk to um, in my business and in my practice I do a lot of coaching on how to kind of do that stress and anxiety training so First, start with one habit, though. I started with yeah. many because I almost died. So I was <laughs> right. like, this is it. I've got to change. Something's got to give. So start with one habit. Do 10 minutes of meditation in the yeah. morning or wake up and tell yourself three to five things that you're grateful for. Make sure they're different from the day before. 
And it is life-changing what you're gonna notice in your mindset because you're gonna get up, that's the first thing you do, it becomes a habit every single day. Mm -hmm. When I travel and I'm up late and I wake up in the morning, I'm always like, oh, shoot, if I woke up late, I missed something, something's missing. So I still get up early when I travel. Yeah. I get up, I do that time with myself because if I don't, my whole day's shot. So it's just one of those things you form a habit with and yep. then it's just, it's normal for you. I agree. Which is yeah. important, you know, again, but start with one thing because it's not that you need to spend three hours on yourself every day. For those of us that are mothers, I'm not a mother yet. I said those of us, but I like to pretend. <laughs> but when you're a mother, I understand that time is kind of, it's hard. It's hard it's to harder. find time to spend mm -hmm. an hour with yourself but do something that you can form a habit with even if it's when you drop your kids off at school and you turn the radio off and you spend that 10 minutes drive home absolutely just spend some time with yourself and start there and it does become a habit you'll notice that carryover absolutely I think just the more you do it, it's repetition mm -hmm. you have to work on it especially with mindset I think yeah. people kind of forget that like we'll go to the gym and we'll work on certain things or you know we want to yep. learn something so we'll do that but with mindset we're like oh I I don't know I did meditation for like a, a week and I'm good like you yeah. still have to work on it. So yeah. it's time and repetition, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just like with anything, you've got to build on it to make it mm -hmm. something that is going to change something in your life. Yep. So with exercise, we exercise to feel better, to have improved health, to yep. have strength, to have endurance. I could go on again, but if you do that for the benefit, then why are we not meditating or spending time on mindset or ourselves for I the agree. benefit? Because yeah. if you're anything like me, most women I find have this attribute too. We go and we do and give, 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 give but we never get anything for ourselves. Right. And that's to the point where I was, you know, a year and a half ago, where I was just like, all right, I've given everything I've had. I guess I'm done. Right, too early, right? I know, and I was like, wait, I'm 26. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> this has got to stop. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. You have to, what do they say? You have to fill your own cup, so you can't give from something that's empty. And if you, like yeah. yeah, if you never make time for yourself, you can care, care, care for everyone else, but you, you, literally, you have to be a priority, and it's yeah. really, as stupid as it sounds, it's simple as making yourself a priority and stop making yeah. excuses and doing it. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to get yourself, um, and I mean, what use are you? My mom always told me this. What use are you if, you know, you don't take care of yourself? Because yeah. it's going to run down and you're going to only be able to practice or work for 10 years and then it's just going to be, you're going to be sick. Yeah. What use are you? you Nobody know? wants so, that life. Mm -mm. We tell our patients or we tell our clients or people that we work with, we tell our kids, we tell our husband, take care of yourself. Eat well exercise yep. spend time with yourself well why don't we do that yeah. that's what I want to know <laughs> yeah maybe and I don't have an answer, answer because yeah. I didn't do it for 26 years but <laughs> now I am <laughs> well good I'm glad yeah. you learned something yeah, you're absolutely. progressing <laughs> so talk to me a little bit with being a pelvic floor PT I know that's a very intimate thing mm -hmm. for women and definitely some of the dysfunction which I'm sure you'll tell us some of those common signs or symptoms of having pelvic floor dysfunction are, um, are really hard to talk about a lot of us don't talk about it in today's society we don't know about it so mm -hmm. I'm sure when you meet a woman on day one she's when you do your work with her by the time you're done there's probably a lot of changes there for her in terms of like confidence and reassurance things like that right yeah absolutely so usually what happens is I see the patient they come in and we talk first about how it makes them feel or what it is that they're going through and we go through the emotional aspect of it and this can uh, this can uh, be a variety of symptoms of leaking during intercourse or having pain during intercourse or leaking when they're running um, it can be pain during pregnancy pubic symphysis separation deep pain in the abdomen prolapse like there's all kinds of things that I go through um, but when they're the intimate things, we talk first, of course, about the emotional part of it. And I notice that a lot of times it's not that they're fearful of talking about it. It's just that no one has asked. 
Right. So when I ask, you know, well, what's going on? How does that make you feel? I get a lot of tears and I get a lot of the, um, you know, like resistance to really, really tell me what's going on or the, uh, not fear, but I guess it would be maybe fear of judgment. Maybe they're afraid. And then at the end of treatment, they realize they're not the only one going through this. They realize that I've given them the best care that they deserve. Then they're empowered. And most of the time, the majority of the time, they are to the point where they can get back to whatever it is that they want to do and they feel confident with themselves. But another cool thing about pelvic PT is we get them to the point where they love themselves again because the, most of my patients, like, they just don't even know how to connect that part of their body. I agree. They don't know that it's there. And again, this may be a little bit irky for some of you, but a lot of times they don't even look at their own vagina. Yeah. Like if you don't know what things like that look like, how do you know something's wrong? Absolutely. <laughs> so being able to get a woman to really get in tune with their body, to understand what's going on, how do things work? How does it work when you breathe, when you relax, when you have intercourse, what's actually happening? Mm -hmm. It's like a light bulb. They're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't really realize that happened in my body. I feel so much better about this now. And then they know how to get their answers uh, to the questions that they have. They know how to feel better during these types of instances. They know what to do. So yeah, absolutely. They go from this kind of like um, defeated position to this empowered position. That's so and awesome. that's really what's cool about what I do. So that is so great. I yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's it's definitely something that's been a cool thing. So great. Yeah. I think all women should check out pelvic floor PT. Yes. yes. It's yes. very uh, unknown about and underrated. It is. It so is. let's it blow is it up. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. All right, tell, and, and you guys, just so you know, I'll definitely put Dr. Kaylee's information in the show notes so you can co um, connect with her if you are interested or if you have any questions. I'm sure she'll get them answered for you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so tell me, what's the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received? Just in general? Yeah, give me about anything. I would have to say... That's a good question, um, but the one that pops into my mind is imperfect action beats perfect inaction. Because if you don't take a leap and you don't jump because you're waiting for perfect, it's never going to happen. Uh -huh. So I would much rather have an imperfect action and know that I took that action versus being perfect with no action at all. Mm -hmm. So that would probably be, that's the one thing that pops in my head. So How long absolutely. did it take you to like buy into that and learn that? <laughs> and <laughs> well, so for me, it took a long time. <laughs> a long time. Um, I'm now, I'm now a doer, I would say. Yeah. So it would be, I, w I would say it took me 26 years yeah. um, to the point where I had the incidents that we talked about earlier and I was hospitalized and realized that I was at rock bottom to realize how fragile life really is. Mm -hmm. Getting my heart and my mind in the same place and then realizing, you know, every step I take is going to benefit me, whether it's a an imperfect action, whether it's a perfect inaction, like whatever it is, it's all going to get me through with my journey and I have to learn how to enjoy the journey. So. I just started acting on that, like as far as taking action though this year. So long time. Yeah. It's definitely not something that came easily. Yeah. So you can still learn it no matter Absolutely. what age you're at. Absolutely. What are some of maybe your favorite books or like podcasts that you like to listen to? Maybe for self-development or really get mm -hmm. you fired up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Self-development, my favorite thing to do is read. So I'm on the side more of the book aspect. But my favorite so far that I recommend to everyone is um, You Are I Badass by Jen Cicero. Oh, I, I just heard this from someone name. else. Okay. She is amazing. So there's that one. And then there's You Are a Badass at Making Money. That's another cool one for me because yep. we all want financial mm -hmm. freedom. 
And the new one that I'm reading now that I would highly recommend to any woman listening to this is Girl, Wash Your Face. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that, and then the Girl, Stop Apologizing by the same author. I can't remember the author right now. But Rachel those, Hollis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. That is an amazing book. I was just like, dude, like, I, I didn't even know that that's where I was in life. And she was, like, writing to me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that was a really powerful one. But um, I, I read or I listen to um, Audible. I have Audible, yes. the app, to listen to because I drive a lot mm-hmm. as well. So um, I'm listening to business books on there, though, so yeah. I wouldn't say that those yeah. are personal development. But, yeah, absolutely. Those are my three favorites right now. Oh, great. Well, I'll have to check some of those out because I yeah. haven't – I've definitely read or listened to, like you did, Girl, yeah. Wash Your Face. So. I have a whole bookshelf and a whole list of them, so if anybody's interested, <laughs> we can give you some ideas. I've been doing this for a year and a half. I've got lots of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we're done here? No. I mean, really just – Honestly, make that time for yourself. Form those habits that are going to make you a healthier and a better you. Make sure that you are focusing on you a little bit every day and be grateful. But most of all, enjoy the journey. We all have somewhere that we want to be, but don't waste time thinking about that spot only. Make sure you're opening your mind and your heart to things that are happening in life today. And, and be grateful for that because, you know, different things happen to different people. Some are good, some are bad, but even the bad trials and challenges are going to build you and make you better. And in my story specifically, being at rock bottom, look at where my success has gone since that year. Yep. So it's just, you've got to be able to take that mindset to that next level in order to progress who you are. So don't give up um, and reach out when you have questions and just make sure that you focus on you first. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this with me today. I really appreciate 100%. it. 100%. Also, one more thing. Yeah. Um, I do have a podcast as well. Oh, if anybody's yeah. interested in pelvic health specifically, it is called The Girlfriend's Guide to Health and Happiness. And I'm the co-host with Buffy Stinchfield. And we will post the name and everything below as well. So Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love for you to check it out. If you have any questions about uh, pelvic floor specifically, you can reach out to me too. So, yeah. Yes, definitely reach out to her. She's amazing. She'll get all your questions answered. Thank you. All right, ladies, I'm so excited that Dr. Kaylee was here with us today. I will make sure all of her information is in the show notes so you know how to get a hold of her. Check out her podcast. She is awesome. And if you have any specific questions that she had talked about today, please reach out to her. She will definitely get them answered for you. All right, until next time, go be fearless. This episode of the Fearless Women's Podcast has ended. If you love these messages, please share and give the podcast a five-star review. Until next time, you can find Dr. Madeline on Facebook and Instagram as the Fearless Women's Mentor.